Welcome to Job Tales, the podcast where you find dozens of interviews and learn about your potential future favorite job. My guest today is Steve Brisebois, firefighter in Montreal, Canada. In the next 25 minutes, you will learn what it takes to become a firefighter, what you need to study, what are the perks, a few insights and myths around the job. Okay, we made it, Steve. I'm so happy. Uh, I don't know why. For, for some reason, I've tried to reach out to a few firefighters and uh, it's been really hard to get them on board. I guess it's because of your schedule. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, Ali. Thank you very much. <laughs> so you have been quite busy. You were telling me you were on 48-hour shifts. This must be tough in your job. It's a good word, but, you know, in the schedule, you, you see this week, probably you just try to meet me and it's so difficult because I'm working 24-hour shift four times this week. Oh it's 96 hours for a week and many fire, many call this week and it's, it's a hard week uh, this week. Yeah. Oh, wow. And is it normal to have 24-hour shifts? Yeah, exactly. They work 24 hours, seven days per month. It's equal to 42 hours per week, but you work 244 hours per week. It's the schedule for the uh, firefighter of Montreal. And sometimes you can do exchange with your partner and you can do some vacation or whatever like that, but you work more in one week. And the week after that, you don't work. And it's possible. It's really a mix of schedule. It's really a, a good stuff. If you you like uh, travel, you have another job, you have a family or whatever like that, it's possible to mix the schedule. It's really a good thing for the job. Sounds like uh, you can make it a flexible job. Uh, exactly. As per your plans, you know, life plans. Yeah, exactly. Now you were talking about another job. Is it possible to live off firefighting alone? Yeah, it's possible. The majority of the firefighter live with the only job of firefighter. It's a good salary. It's a good schedule. And But you know, sometimes you have many times to do some things. You have many times to do some activity or whatever like that. But some their activity have a cost. And sometimes you do many activity. And you want more money to do more activity. And it, it's a balance. You, you want to do activity. You have time. And sometimes you do another job to do more activity. Mm-hmm. And you know it's a balance of the... Uh, but only firefighter. It's a good salary. It's a good schedule. It's perfect for the family, for the activity. Okay. I want to delve into the, the heart of your job because it, it's, it's a very appealing job and I'm sure that uh, our young listeners uh, might be intrigued to learn more. So first of all, how do you become a firefighter? To become a firefighter, if I talk in here in Quebec, Montreal, it's three years of school. The first of all, you do um, the professional school. It's one year. And after that, you have two years in the uh, high school, the collegial school. In the, it's about three years of education. Okay. Is what you call college? In yeah, Montreal? exactly. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> college is always different uh, according to the country where you're speaking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so what age are you when you do this three-year school? 
for me, I'm very young. I'm starting at 19. Mm-hmm. And after that, I'm become a firefighter at 21. Wow. And yeah, it's it's a young career. And it for now, I have 22 years of in my career for now. Mm-hmm. And uh, for now, approximately 24, 26, the majority of the, the firefighter became at this at this age. Okay, so between like 21 and 26, so 26 year old, that's when you become a firefighter? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so what is it that you study? What do you need to learn in order to be a firefighter? It's really, when you, you look at the firefighter, you say, why it's three years of education, but you must learn the structural of the building. You must learn how you became, how you extinguish fire for sure. But yeah. you have many things uh, when you call, when you don't know who call, you have a problem in your house, you call the firefighter. And the firefighter, it's a, the knowledge of the firefighter. He must know many things, but it's not an expert of one thing. But yeah, it's a, it's a general thinking about electricity, about uh, plumbery, about uh, all the structure of the building. You have to learn the nautic in the in the water. If you have a rescue in water, rescue the rope rescue. You have uh, hazmat, hazardous material. Uh, if you have a call of a link of uh, diesel or gasoline or whatever like that, you must learn many things. And when you don't know who call, you call the firefighter. But mm-hmm. you just think about the firefighter. You said, okay, he knows many things. And it's about three years of the education of the firefighter. I see. Yeah. So basically fire is just one of the many elements for which uh, they're going to call that famous number, which yeah. by the way is what in Canada? The number it's 911. It is nine one one. You call nine one one in France. It's not the same number. No, you know what it is in France. No, I don't remember. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, they have some um, some video and some education, public education for the uh, the France. I saw that in the in the past because many people call the nine one one. For many things, and sometimes it's not a nine one one call, and someone's called the nine one one, but he just take the, the the call of other person who have a real risk, a real problem, and you know sometimes the people must call. Look like if you have a, a hold in the road, you don't call nine one one. You have mm-hmm. another number in France. You do a very good job for the education of the public of the number. Ah, uh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, okay. that's that's important. In Italy, it's a 115. 115, okay, perfect. Quindici, yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> you would think, you know, worldwide, we should have one number for the, you know, the biggest emergencies in our life. But um, yeah, we, we, maybe we'll get there one day. Ah, good. <laughs> if you came in Montreal, you know, if you do 911, you call the firefighter. And you might be answering. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not not me. I'm not answering. It's another one. Okay. I don't know. It's not a firefighter who take the calls of the 911. They have um, some person who do the job, all-time job only to take the call. Oh, in, I see. Okay. In France, I know the firefighter take the call. But in Montreal, 
We don't take the call. No, the firefighters don't do this job. Okay. What do you find was the hardest thing to learn during your three-year school? What is? It's a good question. You know, it is the teamwork. It is the spirit. It is you, you work in team. You work together. And it is the attitude. The attitude of the, the boys, the attitude of the all the people who works for firefighter. It's very difficult to learn that. You yeah. know, you take some people, you just take some people because it's a good worker. They do the, the job, but the attitude, it's very, if the attitude is worse, is negative, you do a bad teamwork. Mm-hmm. And it is, I think so, the most difficult to learn. Hmm. Do they teach it? We try. We okay. try to, to teach it, but it's very difficult. Yeah. You, do, you, do you find that you learn it on the job once you are actually a firefighter or is it something that you, they prepare you for? Yeah, they, for now they prepare, but in the past they don't prepare for that. Mm. And now I think so it's more, it's a, yeah, I know it's a physical job, but it's a physical job, it's a team physical job. And you must work in the team. And for now, if you look, the more, uh, the most, the sportive, uh, the team sport of professional team sport, who's the best is the team who works in team. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing for the firefighter. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So going back to working, do you have... A specific schedule, let's say there's, there's a, how do you divide up the time between being on hold, like to say on call and then being on action? What happens? At the fire station, they have, you talk about the time between two calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They have many things to do. We practice, we do some practice to, uh, for fire, the, the, the nozzle advance, or uh, we do some visit in the building. We just talk about the uh, you must the knowledge of the building and how you do the knowledge of the building. You just walk around the building and you go inside the building. When they don't have call, it's what they do because mm-hmm. if they have a call on this type of building, we know the the configuration, the building, the problematic of the building. After that, we practice. In the building, we practice because it's the same thing of a professional team. You know, they practice, they practice, and when they have when they have a real fire, if you practice, you must be better. And for sure, in the fire station, we do some food. Some we do the the food and the dinner, the supper, and it's look like the second house. Uh huh. You cook. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we cook. Interesting. We do the all the cleaning of the fire station. We do um, we do the cleaning of the truck, and you know it's it's really a second life. <laughs> How I funny! Have, yeah, exactly. I <laughs> have my kitchen in the at the fire station, and when they don't have call in the night, yeah, sometimes it's possible to just sleep and just go in the bed when you do 48 hour consecutive it's not mm-hmm. possible to don't it all human must go in the bed for they 48 hours yeah exactly yeah. but if you know sometimes they have a call 
And if they have a call, if you do the 911, you want to have a firefighter who come. It's not yeah. a, oh no, he, he sleeps. He's sleeping. And he's sleeping and he, it's a break time. No, it's, yeah. they don't have break. They don't yeah. have break. If you, if you do the 911, the guy, the, all the teams go in the truck and go at the fire. But if they don't have call, we do cooking, we do cleaning, we do some practice. We do many things in the fire station, the visiting, the, the building, and in the night, it's possible to, to sleep. But at my fire station, I don't sleep so much. No? Why? <laughs> no, not. Because they have many calls, but some fire station don't have the same, not have the uh, many mm -hmm. call or whatever. The, some fire station, it's really busy, and the other one, it's really uh, relaxed. Yeah, and also I guess it depends also on the city where you are working because some, uh, of course, are big cities. We're talking about Montreal, and and some are just um, villages or you know or small towns. Is it does it change a lot between sites? Yeah, somewhere they have more call and somewhere they have less call. But you know, a house fire everywhere is the same thing. Is the same mm. danger. Yeah, and yeah. not because you are in the small city. You don't prepare for the fire. Right. You you must have a preparation. You must have practice because, yeah, it's a small city or whatever. But the mm -hmm. fire don't know it's a small city. Talking about practice, actually, yeah, I'm thinking, you know, like a like a pilot you must be practicing a lot. So do you? Also practice every other, I don't know, week or day, um, you know, fighting fire or, uh, you know, coming into a building that is locked. Do, do you do these kind of uh, exercises? Yeah, exactly. We do some kind of exercise. We have many type of exercise. Yeah, you can practice, but it's not possible to, to put a fire everywhere to practice. You understand? <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. uh, but it's. <laughs> It is possible to practice in simulation and they have some simulator. It's possible to go inside a simulator. It's look like a maritime container and we do that. We just put the fire inside the maritime container and we practice with the nozzle, with the hose advanced mm -hmm. and it's possible. And we just look many for now with the social media, it's possible to take some video some action of the action of the firefighter and just talk about how they do how it's good what they do good what they do to learn what they do to just be better mm. and it's now the practice they have many many type of practice but i think the best one it's really ends on when you touch the uh, the tool when you touch the uh, all the stuff you work the nozzle or the uh, the practice when you open the door they have many technique to open the door if you look in the video you don't practice you must be practice in mm. the hands on hands on yeah yeah exactly I totally yeah, i hear you and for you what is the most exciting thing in your job oh it's a good question the most exciting it's the uh, you know the adrenaline the adrenaline of the the call you must you have two things you help some people when people do the 911 they want some help mm -hmm. and i think every firefighter in the world wants to help 
other person. And it's really exciting and it's really the gratification of helping some people. And after that, you have some adrenaline because every fire, every call is different. And you must have to think rapidly. You must have to take decision rapidly. And it's a constant learning in the job. If you like to learning firefighter, it's perfect because you learn every call. What else do you think is great at firefighting? Like if you have a specific uh, skill in life, you know, you're a young woman or man and you want to decide what to do in life, uh, why would you choose firefighting? Uh, You choose firefighting because you like the diversification of the job. Okay. And you like work in team. You like the uh, physical work. Mm. And if you like, have the possibility to do some things in your um, break time, in your um, when you are off, yeah, it's really a good job for that. If you love the because, but one thing, you will work weekend. You will work mm. at uh, Christmas at the uh, sometime. It's really it's the difficulty of the job. You have the possibility in the week to go play golf or play uh, do <laughs> mountain bike or whatever like that, but it's they have some advantage, right? And disadvantage. The freedom comes with a price. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Eh? I totally get it. And I'm thinking now of you know as you're as you're telling me your story. Uh, do you recall the weirdest call you ever got? The weirdest. <laughs> Strangest or funniest or scariest. I can give you my story, my personal story. Okay. In 2012, you know the fire, the, the, the job, it's, it's sometimes very uh, dangerous. And I burned myself 67% of my body. Oh, no. Yeah. And I fall in the, in the hole who's the fire and I'm go to the hospital they go to the hospital and they put me in the coma because I'm too much burning yeah and I burned my lung and they did all the the doctors said oh I don't know if they passed the night for now I here to call that but you know what I do to survive it's my practice it's all the practice I do in the past, I repeat that in the uh, the accident because they have a flash over in the the room. It's look like all the rooms ignite. It's the smoke they ignite, but I'm trapped in the in the room in the kitchen. And uh, yeah, it's the weirdest thing in my career because yeah, I I do go to the hospital i'm off for one week one years because yeah one years but you know i learning many things about that Hmm. i learning the spirit of the team i'm learning the practice is so important i'm learning the fact of the strength the, the strength of the the team really all the team was close to me 
and they help my girlfriend, they help all my family when they have an accident. The spirit of the firefighter, if you have some problem in the life, it's so important. And I think if you do this job, it's not only a job, it's really a thinking, a spirit, a teamwork, not only in the job, but every time in your life. Hmm. It's really a family. It's your second family. Second family. Yeah. yeah. Second life, second family. Exactly. Yeah. It, sa it saved your life. Yeah, exactly. What you're telling me. Yeah. Beautiful story. I'm happy that you're here to tell. <laughs> Thank you. And thinking of recruitment, how do people apply for a job? It's different for many countries and many uh, cities. If I talk about the, the Quebec uh, in Canada, you go to the, the school, you do the three years of school, and after that, you apply in the city. But okay. some city don't, in some country in North America, don't work like that. It's the city who employ you, and after they give you the teaching. Uh -huh, okay. It's different. And I think in France, they have some, because they have volunteer firefighter and they have full-time firefighter. Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah. Also in Switzerland, it's like that. Yeah, exactly. It's There's different. volunteer and professional. Yeah. But you know, in the world, they have many volunteer or uh, part-time firefighter and the I think I don't know the the, um, the percentage of the um, full-time firefighter and part-time firefighter, mm -hmm. but generally they have more part-time firefighter, and it's looked like a second job or it's a patient. Right. And but for a, a full-time firefighter, is the uh, they have two concepts. You do the learning, you do the school before, or you do the school after you employee of the the city. And many job is different, but the part time it's majority the the city who give you the 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 school give you the the teaching. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there an age limit for being a fighter fighter to start and to end? Actually. To start, they don't have a minimum. It's 18 years old, but mm -hmm. if you do the all the uh, the school, it's more like a 21, 23. Yeah. And here in Montreal, 62 is okay. the oldest person who can work in the fire department. 62, it's after that, you go home. <laughs> you must retire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it makes sense. So it's it's a long career actually because you're 20. Yeah, it's over 40 years you can work full time. And have you, in your experience now, being over 20 years in the job, have you seen people actually leaving the firefighting career? Yeah, many. You know, 62 it's the uh, the maximum, but yeah. the majority of the people do 25 years. Mm. If you you start at 25, yeah. At 50, it's enough. It's enough, eh? Yeah, yeah it's 25 years. It's a, it's a really, you have, you got, you have a, a beautiful, intense. yeah, it's mm -hmm. intense, but you have a good condition for the retirement. Right. You have a good condition after your, it's looked like the, um, the army or whatever like that. Yeah. Well, I it's, see. you, you know, 
we have a good pension. Yeah, I know it's a it's the hardest job, but after that, you can do another job after your career. And many people live works 10 or 15 years, and after that, they live and they do other other things because they yeah. develop something. You have many entrepreneurship in mm-hmm. firefighter. Okay. Such as yourself as well. I mean, you're still a firefighter, but uh, I, I wish we had more time to talk about uh, the rest of your, uh, of yeah. your entrepreneurship. But yeah, I, I'll put some links so that people can see and can read you. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I want to thank you very much. I'm happy that, uh, you know, we found the time and it's been, it's been a long wait, but it's been, it's been worthwhile. And uh, Steve, I look forward to uh, following you in your next uh, actions and jobs and I wish you all the best thank you very much and uh, have a nice day such an inspiring job and many more jobs are coming up on Job Tales so stay tuned and spread the word I'm on social media Instagram Facebook LinkedIn and Twitter just tap Job Tales podcast all one word see you next week